jumble some stuff around just to be able to get what we need to get. And so we're going to jump right into the sermon. We're going to do that right after the sermon. So now we've talked about it. We discussed it in Sunday school. This upcoming Wednesday is what? New Year's Eve. That makes Thursday what? New Year's Day. New Year's Day. Are you guys ready to write 2015 on everything? Yeah. I mean, I'm still getting used to 2014, and then they're going to make me start writing New Year's? 2015. And so whenever I think of a new year, I start to think of stuff like, did I accomplish what I wanted to accomplish that past year, right? That's kind of what we do. We look back over that previous year. And we begin to wonder, did we do everything we wanted to do? Did we live that year to the fullest, if you will? Because each time we celebrate a new year, that means there's other things that are drawn closer. We're one year older, whether it's our birthday or not, we're one year older. We're closer to the time where we will not be anymore. We'll move on. We're closer to the time. This is what I want to talk. When we were celebrating Advent, we talked about the anticipation that we look forward to with the second coming of Christ. But with each year, with each day that goes by, we're one day closer, one year closer to when Christ will return. Those times where, as Matthew 25, 34 says, Come, you are blessed of my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you by the foundation of the world. Or, as he says in Matthew 25, 41, Depart from me, you cursed, into everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. And so, each year, we should ask ourselves, if Christ were to come, which ones would we be? And when people are thinking about New Year's, then what is one word that they normally think of? New Year's resolution. Resolutions, which is the time where you decide what you are going to do different, what you are going to do better, what you are going to change, right? It's where you sit down and review. Last year may not have been exactly what you wanted, right? You may have fallen short on your goals for your life, on what you wanted to do, what you wanted to be, things like that, right? So New Year's resolutions are for us to sit down and decide, I didn't get there, but this year I'm going to make it a point to try to get there, right? That's what resolutions are, setting goals for ourselves and striving to reach them. But I want us to challenge, as we're thinking about resolutions, to make a goal for ourselves about being prepared for the second coming. Of living our lives in such a way that it wouldn't matter when we would be ready. We've spent this whole past month celebrating the Advent season, the coming of Christ, where we celebrated his birth. But remember I told you that Advent isn't just about his birth, it's 
It's the celebration of his birth and the anticipation of his second coming. When we look forward to the day when he will come to us, when we said in Matthew, whether he says welcome or depart. And the question is, is as we look back over what's happened this past year, what do you think he would say to you? Because as we were about to enter in New Year's, there is no time like now to become assured of the fact that if it were come down to it when he would return, he would say, welcome. You are blessed. Come and inherit the kingdom prepared for you since the beginning of the world. And there's a couple of things that we can do to make sure that as this new year progresses, we are ready. Whether we're ready right now or whether we need to prepare ourselves to be ready. There are a couple of things that we need to be focused on. The first, each year is an opportunity for growth, right? And I told you we're going to make we're making resolutions, people normally make resolutions to do what? Lose weight, get healthy, go back to school, right? Things like that. Things that are going to make them better. I challenge you, the best way to improve yourself is to develop your relationship with Christ, to develop your relationship with God. And so, you may have not let your weight loss goal you may not finish schooling or even not enrolled in schooling like you wanted to. You may have not met your career goals. But the one goal I want you to focus on, the one area of growth this past year that I want you to take a moment to evaluate, is did you grow in your relationship with God? Did you grow in your relationship with Christ? Did it improve beyond what it was before? Did it mature? Have we drawn nearer to God? Because bear in mind that when we have a close relationship with God, that means that we have good communication with Him. So how has our prayer life been this past year? Have we been faithful in listening to Him through His Word? Did we turn to the Bible when we had questions? Have we been steadfast in prayer? When things have gotten difficult, when things have been hard, have we sought Him out through prayer, looking to Him for answers? The Bible says that the fervent prayers of the righteous mean much. And effective communication requires a two-way street, right? We not only need to be willing to listen, but we need to be willing to talk. So not only should we read his word for guidance, but be willing to speak to him through prayer. And when we think about that, I want you to think back this past year. Did you pray as much as you should have? Or did you have to be reminded? Did you go to him every time things seemed tough? hard to handle. 
How has your degree of faithfulness measured up this year? Has it increased or decreased? Did you have your moments, your crisis of faith, where doubt was able to sneak in silently? Because that's all it takes. Doubt creeps in silently. And then it begins to grow and expand until we don't even recognize what happened. We sang that chorus to be like Jesus, right? If anyone had a right to be angry with people, to hold grudges against people, To talk bad about people and about the way they were treated, it would have been who? Jesus! They plot to kill him, murder him, spat on him, abused him, and yet at his very end, with one of his final breaths, he said, What? Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. But yet, in fact, this past year, have we been as forgiving? Have we been like Jesus as we sang in the chorus? How has our relationship with one another been? Has our love for one another increased? Are we closer to one another than we were a year ago? Have we been fellowshipping with each other? Helping each other and encouraging each other to grow stronger in Christ? that's what I want us to think about. Not just who we've been hanging out with. But how have they influenced us? Because let's be honest. We have all kinds of friends, right? And we have those friends who will drag us down rather than lift us up. And this year, that needs to be your resolution. prune them away and to weed yourself away from that so that you can grow stronger and surround yourself with others who are going to encourage you and build you up, then perhaps that's what your resolution needs to be, to make a decision, to be in fellowship with one another and to help each other grow stronger in the Lord. Each year we meet new people. And everybody comes into our life for a reason, to influence us one way or the other. But let us be specific about the attention we pay to how they influence us. Let us pay close attention to whether or not those who come into our lives are enriching them and developing them for the better. Or whether they're causing us to have a setback to go down the road that we don't need to be. How's your relationship with your family been? First Thessalonians 4.10 says, We urge you to love even more, to make it a goal, verse 11, to lead a peaceful life and to mind your own business and keep your hands busy in your work as we have instructed you. 
That way you live peacefully with those on the outside and all your needs will be met without depending on others. So love one another. But strive to live a peaceful life. Let's admit there are some settings where you are going to be surrounded by people who do not know the word peace, do not understand it, do not comprehend it, and are not peaceful in the least. And sometimes we can't control our exposure to those situations. That's when we need to go back up that step to the prayer life. We need to be communicating with God, asking for deliverance for things like that. But have we drawn closer to those who are going to build this up? Have we drawn closer? And love. What kind of relationships with each other have we been maintaining? Let's not speak ill of one another. Speak down to one another, but instead build each other up and lift each other up. We have a song that we normally sing, the family of God. Says, I'm so glad I'm a part of the family of God. Joint heirs. You know what that means? Together we shall inherit the kingdom of God. So let us be about encouraging one another and building each other up. Now I want you to think of the third thing. How has your dealing with the world been this past year? Now, look at Matthew chapter 5. <clears throat> we have a certain responsibility in our dealings with the world. And if we are having an effective relationship with God, if we are communing with Him, if we are talking to Him and letting Him talk to us, and we are establishing well and loving relationships with the love of God with one another, then we have a responsibility to the world, and it is this. Matthew 5, verse 13 says, You, beloved, are the salt of the earth. But if the salt becomes bland and loses its saltiness, what can anything make it salty again? No, it's useless. It is tossed out, thrown away, or trampled. And you, beloved, are the light on the hill of the world. A city built on a hilltop cannot be hidden. Similarly, it would be silly to light a lamp and then hide it under a bowl. When someone lights a lamp, she puts it on a table or a desk or a chair, and the light illuminates the entire house. You are like that illuminating light. Let your light shine everywhere you go, that you may illumine creation, so men and women everywhere may see your good actions, may see creation at its fullest, may see your devotion to me, and may turn and praise your Father in heaven because of it. A responsibility to be the light of the world. To be a positive influence to set a good example 
to demonstrate a better way. To show people how they too can have a relationship with our Heavenly Father by allowing them to see the relationship we have and modeling that relationship. So the question is, is as I want you to look back this past year, have people been able to see the light of God in your life? What kind of example have you been setting? Is it one that you would be happy for other people? Most of us are parents in here. Would you want your children to follow your If you hesitate on answering absolutely yes, well then perhaps we need to reevaluate what our example. Tell them 
Nobody else may ever tell them either. They may never know of God's love because we've dimmed our light and we've allowed it to be muted so that it no longer pierces through this light of darkness. So, to basically summarize it all, we're getting ready to end a whole other year. And the question is, is, have we made the most advent? If we look back, are there still things we wish we had done, should have done, would have done if we had more time? Because those are the things that when we're making our resolutions for this new year, we need to think about. They need to be over. Lose a couple pounds, lose the weight we put on from eating so much at Christmas. Going back to school, doing this, doing that. It needs to be over those. We need to be willing to dedicate this year to our relationship with God and to put it first and foremost in our lives. For this new year, Resolve to draw nearer to God and to Christ. Draw nearer to God and to Christ. Be diligent in your prayer lives. Be thankful. For everything that he gives you. As far as Thessalonians tells us, be thankful what? Always. Make a resolution to become closer to one another. Especially those who are going to help you, encourage you, build you up. Get to know and fellowship with one another that will strengthen your relationship and your walk with God. And then finally, make a resolution to let your light shine, to be a witness to others, to tell them of Christ. They may sound very simple, but these resolutions, if you follow through with them, will go a long way to producing the kind of lifestyle that's meant when we are called to be Christians and increasing our relationship with God and those that love us and that we love will bless our lives and be a blessing to our community. And then next year when we pose that same question, or is there anything we would do different, we would absolutely be able to say, I've done what God has asked me to. There's a poem 
The author is unknown, but I want to share it with you. It's entitled, A New Year, A New Beginning. And it says, a new, An old year ends and a new begins, with pages clean and new. And what is written on each page will now depend on you. You can't relive that year that's past, erasing every wrong. For once a year or day is spent, it is forever gone. But don't give up in dark despair if you have failed some test. Seek God's forgiveness and resolve, henceforth, to do your best. Resolve each precious day to do things good and kind and pure. Though days and years may pass by, these things shall still endure. You, you, not, you know not where your path may lead, nor what's behind the hill, but know that God walks at your side if you will do his will. All things are possible with God, though days be bright or dim. So do your best and know that you can leave the rest with him. Whether we are strong in our faith or whether we may have even strayed away, the Lord has called us to make the best of the time that we have, to use our now to make a difference. 2 Corinthians 6, 1 through 2 says, We then, as workers together with him, also plead that with you not to receive the grace of God in vain. For he says, In an acceptable time I have heard you, and in a day of salvation I have helped you. Behold, now is the acceptable time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. So the question is, what do we need to resolve to do differently this year? What do we need to change? Let us be growing stronger in our relationship and our walk with the Lord daily. But let us make it a point to have it happen. Let us make it a point to be faithful in our communication through reading his word and through prayer. Let us grow in our walk with him. And through that, we can grow in the love we show one another. Let us surround ourselves with those who are going to encourage and build us up. But let us also be setting that example. Let us be the ones. Let us be the one who people go, you know what? I want to be friends with them because they're a good example of what it means to be Christian. Let us be willing to let our light shine so brightly that even those in the darkness can see it and know that light comes from the Lord. We're going to have our time of prayer. We're going to play a little video. Normally, we save it for the end of service. It's our little reminder to invite someone to church. But we've talked about making a conscious decision to let our light shine brighter, to be witness. So for our time of prayer, we're going to play this little song, watch this little video. It says, look to your left. Look to your right. Do you see an empty seat near you? 
say sit down, it's just each empty seat represents an opportunity back to, you stay to share Christ.
Lord, for everything that you have done for us. Lord, help us, strengthen us. Help us to grow in our relationship with you, our walk with you, Lord. Strengthen our prayer life. Help us to turn to your word, Lord, for your response, for your guidance. Help us to love one another and help us to surround ourselves, Lord. To be strong in a family of believers, Lord. And help us, Lord, to let our light shine, to pierce in the darkness, Lord. To do your will and to walk in your ways and to help save your people. Lord, as we go forth, as we look forth to anticipation this new year, we look forward to anticipation for the return of Christ, Lord. And we just ask, Lord, that as we prepare for a new year, we prepare ourselves, we prepare our lives, and that we may be ready when you return, Lord. We ask all these things through your beloved Son, Jesus. Amen.